0: Hello, welcome to First World Boy, this is Will, hope you're doing well. Tonight just saw a bit of live music, but I was just looking at the Amp Artist model in my head, <laughs> and the thinking of how you can use the model and your creative art, your music, and make it evergreen. Thanks for listening, this is Will. Hello, welcome to First World Boy. Hope you're doing well, it's Will. This came from uh, some live music in my town. This uh, Hoda, or Hotter, I think they call it, Hotta. A little bit funny like that, tomato, tomato. And the venue had two female artists. The show was about two hours, and the first one, uh, acoustic guitar, you know, with a bit of percussion and Looping and her voice had three layers. It was unbelievable. Every sip of a red wine, mate, brought out another layer in her voice. And then the headline, guitar skills, the blues, rock, and the skill level, quite understated. I remember uh, meeting the artists at um, music events, like little get-togethers, networking, and feeling when I met them, I you know, you must be a good musician because they they quite understated the the work, like the respect that they give the music, unbelievable. I could only dream to be that good. And it's interesting noticing how all of this talent, uh, the, the, it must, I wonder how how difficult it is for them to produce music because the layers they put in, like, like, Lisa Louise was, playing the guitar like it was two two guitars you know it's like unbelievable and uh, all the skills are there and then you see you know other artists like busking who are you know just open mics and things like that like myself and there's a lot of storytelling but our musicianship is you know at best intermediary and I wonder if there's a when you look at these artists that have life, lifetime of music or who have made larger commitments like touring, like they can play with any band and pick up that music straight away. So they have so many facets to their skills and so many songs in different genres and things like that. Uh, it's quite an interesting life and i really enjoyed the show and it really got me sort of thinking about all the little pieces that we need to do Uh, as musicians. One artist was saying, first artist, was saying how she has a shed full of CDs and um, probably felt a little bit sad that she couldn't get rid of them because no one has a CD player in their car. But in the model that I'm pushing through with Amped and doing uh, on the website Journey and Sound that we're building, it, well, you know, we discuss on the model how artists are making a living out of CDs. So here's here's an example for you. If you create a CD and you manage your costs and then you know what your profits are gonna be and you sold at retail, which they don't do anymore, Uh, but say even if you did that, you'd only get a few dollars per CD. So your best option is to look at the CD, uh, control the cost of the CD And look at things like they use in business in America and you use it as a revenue raiser or, you know, um, people might say, oh, give it away, but don't give it away. Like you can do, there is one way to give it away. Say you have, in business, if you have a sales funnel, well, there's artists in America who are doing the um, Have Our CD for free, postage and handling. And because it's all as one offer, the first step is if you do postage and handling properly, you should be able to make about $2 off that gift. Then because you're marketing that, if it's a sales funnel, you may upsell them merchandise, um, vinyl, concert tickets, tours, books, artwork, uh, lyric sheets, um, even um, uh, lyric and melody sheets, but also like um, lyric posters of their favorite song, so um, done onto canvas. There's so many things you can stretch just from that initial gift. So if you do have CDs, Um, And say it's of your last album, so you might have toured it pre-COVID, and they're all sitting in the shed. Well, they're worth something. So if you move into the next CD, they become a gift even to draw people to buy your next album, which you'll do as vinyl. So if they buy the vinyl, they get free CD, limited, and it might be even limited edition, so you want to control that cost. And that enables you to upsell value and stock that's just sitting there now adds value to the sale or the next promotion, you might give it away to promote awareness towards your new album. So you might think in that way, you know, what am I talking about giving it away? Well, you're getting attention, so, or you're getting them on your list, or they're going in a raffle, or if they buy this or buy the prizes, there's things to enhance your interaction on platforms, whether that's the new media or old media and you know, special announcement for the new album, her last album, you know, you can go in the draw for her last album. Or if you buy the vinyl, you get the CD set from the last tour, things like this that you can reinvigorate, reimagine, I suppose without being rude, dead music that's sitting in your shed, all those CDs, they are worth something. You should have a goal to get rid of them all. Like, even you keeping a copy you should almost look at it like even you don't keep a copy. You'll go to your fans if you want to get a copy. And so there's you know ways you can reimagine getting your work out there. So another one is filming. I noticed the artists were filming their concert tonight. Well, uh, people were saying oh wow, you can stream it. You know where, you know put in your email and you stream it. You want to get something. Don't just stick it on Facebook for nothing put it in a group so you can at least build that group and that becomes a fan list that you transfer off a Facebook group and into an email database that you control. Remember we've seen Facebook you know chop and change so there's a loss of your audience. You don't want to do that so you've always got to think ahead and so the next way to reimagine it is if that concert is being spoken about on platforms you want to track where they are just snapshot all of them and you're gonna use those, or save all those links, and tie them into promoting that concert as a evergreen concert, like a webinar. Evergreen, is an evergreen concert. People can come anytime, anywhere, 24 seven, and pay $2, So people pay $20 to get in? They can pay $5, or $2, or, yeah, you, know, you might make it $5 and you donate a dollar to your favorite charity. So you're bringing philanthropy in, and it's a feel good factor and what you're then doing is that recording especially if the venue where i went today hotter it's got excellent sound down in the basement and the sound crews do a great job so you what you're doing is you know if your audience is at home and they want to watch it on high definition on their massive screen or the home cinema they can do that because you've already done the filming on your phone in hd or um however you've decided to do that but you can continue to sell it so you think if you did one of those every year as part of your harvesting plan well then now that's something that you can use to create attention the following year like this is our concert um coming up if you buy the tickets to year say, say let's look at it. year one you do your concert record it and you on sell that evergreen for two to five dollars anywhere anytime but then the next year when you go to harvest you do the next year's Album next year's audience, next year's venue is when people then buy the ticket to your new concert, they get a free screening of last year's concert sent to their email. You see how we're reusing the resource that is our music. It is not just played once and done. So you're almost creating uh, similar opportunities you would have gotten from you know radio plays and uh, streaming communities. Not editorials, by the way. Apparently, I'm learning that myself at the moment. So, have a look at how you, you can, each time you invest in your music, promote your music, um, produce music, perform it, celebrate it, or collaborate it, is that how it can become evergreen. So, uh, because ultimately, your fans, your, your audience is, uh, decide what it's worth to them, you know, like, um. There's not really much I find online now that excites me. I know who I can follow, maybe I'll listen to a podcast, but sitting there developing an addiction is sort of gets a bit of a dirty feeling after a while. So if I can have a copy of my favorite artist on an app, on, a, on their platform, and I bought the link, so any time in the future, I'm sitting on a train, I'm waiting for the children, I'm pick them up from school, anything like that, I can just hit that link and I can re-watch the concert again. And, and now with the quality of headphones or even car stereos, perfect. So, have a think how you can make all of your skills in music and draw them across to make them evergreen. Hey, I hope you had a great night. I have, I'm shooting back home. Um, I'm actually looking forward to taking my wife to a few more of these uh, once things get going because that's how we met. We met at a venue with live music Uh, i'd seen it before uh, but i sat down next to her next to a speaker it was pretty loud and um, now um, i'm probably a bit deaf from that (laughs) that's how we met so with live music and so i'm doing a lot of work in that area and i thought tonight a lot of this talent now is coming out of the woodwork post lockdown and these are people who tour used to touring and living overseas now they're coming back to their hometown So I get to take my wife out again. That'll be um, romantic. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you're getting live music. And I hope you're making your music and your creative art evergreen. Thanks for listening. This is Will, First World Boy. Who's this? Rectangle. Good girl. Thank you. Who's this? Triangle. Good girl, guys.